Hey! If you're hearing this right now, that means you're listening to the first ever audio version of MK's Corner. How exciting! The first episode is a little chaotic as I just tried to get a grip on how to properly podcast, so excuse the filler words and the slightly choppy editing. If you want to watch the video version, which is unedited, head on over to MK's Corner on YouTube. It'll also be linked in the description of this podcast. With that being said, I present to you the first ever audio episode of MK's Corner. is my corner you're watching the video version hey what's up if you're not watching the video version hey how are ya first episode I'm just gonna explain what I want to talk about in this podcast and who you're gonna see as guests if I can get any guests that aren't my friends I couldn't come up with a creative name to be honest MK's corner MK that's my initials Madison Kate corner spelt with a k because kate is my middle name spelt with a k and this is my corner that i live in so a lot of topics that i like to talk about is like myths and conspiracy theories and scary stories i'm really into paranormal stuff like if you go onto my youtube history the entire thing is all ghost hunting videos all of it the entire thing stand by i had to take a sip of my coffee because i uh i may have smoked before this and uh cotton mouth oh no i got shit on my pants not actual shit on my pants i have like like condensation yeah we were talking about what this podcast is gonna be about and I really just needed a place where I could state my opinions without anyone telling me I'm wrong for having an opinion. I'm a very opinionated person. I'm very strong in my opinions as well. If I have an opinion, no one is changing it. It's like that meme that's like, for change my mind, $20, whatever guy sitting at the table. Video version, I'll put it here so that you know what I'm talking about. If you're listening, just figure it out, I guess. I don't know. I am very much the opposite of what the generic stereotypical opinions would be, I guess. I just have very strong opinions and no one can change them. And I would say that not many people have the same opinions as I do. But at least I'm self-aware. I know that I'm stubborn in my opinions, but... They're my opinions for a reason. Um, oh, should I make this louder or is it okay? If I just talk closer, it would be louder. But I honestly, I think it's all right. Speaking of louder, Louder Milk. Have any of you seen that on Netflix? I think it just came, or it didn't just come out. It said it was made in 2020 i think but it says it was new on netflix and i just started watching it and it is so funny i do not 
often laugh out loud at TV shows and I do not often find a new show that I enjoy because I have a very odd sense of humor I would say maybe not odd but you either get my humor or you don't and if you don't you will not think that I'm funny so I apologize in advance if you don't get my humor The Office is my favorite TV show of all time of all time like I love The Office I watch it all the time I have a special connection to The Office Trailer Park Boys I love Trailer Park Boys. Bubbles has my heart. I absolutely love Bubbles. So I clicked on this TV show not thinking I was going to actually enjoy it and literally two seconds in I was was like I don't know what crack they put in the show but it's so good and it's so funny. I don't want to give any spoilers but basically the plot is about this guy that works as a mentor not really a mentor he just runs an aa group but like not an aa group he runs like a support group for like with people with all sorts of addictions what is that called let's ask siri a substance abuse support group i guess is what it would be so This guy, Loudermilk, is his name. He runs this group, but he is very dry and sarcastic and harsh in the way that he cares about these people, but he genuinely cares, in my opinion, the way that I see it, because I also understand his humor. And going more into the show there's some things that you find out about his background that I'm like maybe he has that humor because that happened to him and something not to the same extreme of what happened to him but something similar but similar in a sense where I I let's just say I I lost someone so I feel like after that my humor kind of changed because it's just my way of coping with things and so I relate to this man in the show in the way he's like delivering a joke or when he's delivering advice to someone in the way that he does it I would take it as good advice and I would see it in the way that he sees it but no one else sees it in that way so show has me thinking and I'm like I need to know if I'm the only one or if multiple, like, if everyone understands why his sense of humor is like that. And, like, am I just really messed up in the head and <laughs> thinking that it's, like, good advice and funny jokes? Or is that normal? I wish you guys could see my cat right now. He's literally just sleeping face down on his blanket little baby bean his name has changed so many times when we got him his name was bentley and then it changed to benny because my boyfriend at the time his cousin's dog was named bentley 
and he had some beef with his cousins on that side of the family, and he was like, oh my word, I just realized that their dog is Bentley, and now every time I say it, I just think of all the things that they said to me, and blah blah blah, so he changed it to Benny, and then I started calling him Benny Bean, and Benjamin, and Bernard, and like, you know, like all those old man names, and then Bean stuck, and then it became Mr. Bean, and now his name is Mr. Bean in my world. Sometimes when he's in trouble, I call him Bentley, because I can now, because I'm no longer with... We should come up with a code name for this guy. Cabbage. It's the first thing that came to my mind when I thought of code names, which, speaking of cabbage, I mean, not speaking of cabbage, but like, when you guys were in middle school, did you all have apple as a code name for someone do you know what i'm talking about like when i was in dance in our friend group it started as just a code name for one boy that someone had a crush on it was pineapple and then everyone caught on to that that boy was pineapple and so then the girls were like we can't just keep calling one person pineapple and everyone the same name so we have to make everyone a fruit name. So then we all just had fruit names. So I was strawberry and then there was pineapple, there was grapes, there was watermelon, melon. I think there was mango. He I feel like there was banana. Um I don't know what else there was. I cannot remember. But it then defeated the whole purpose of having a code name, obviously, because then we all had fruit names and knew who we were all talking about. And then like, we called our fruit group the fruit salad. And it was just, I mean, it it's kind of funny. You, you got to laugh at it. It's good. But anyway, I think I'm just going to make this episode a little shorter than my usual. Because it's the first episode and I'm basically introducing myself kind of introducing my thought pattern or the way that I think I guess on December 29th 2023 at 11:10 p.m. I put in my notes podcast convo starters the grocery store rule and I have no idea what the grocery store rule is I'm going to quickly look it up and see oh yes I remember okay Let's get started on the grocery store rule because I recently did this. Recently, as in recently, I mean like six, seven months ago, maybe even eight months ago. But what I did is I went through all of the people that I was following and I went, do I even know this person? Do I have a personal connection with this person? If I saw this person in person, would I genuinely want to stop and have a conversation with them or would I just feel obligated to stop and have a conversation with them if they saw me? Most of the time, I try and hide my face in public as much as possible. I am not famous. That made me sound so cocky. Not in a cocky way, in a way that I just do not have the mental energy to have to have to have to have a conversation with someone that I barely know because then you gotta like mask your truth I mean you don't have to but you don't want to stop someone in the grocery store and then be like oh hey how are you I haven't seen you in a while and then you're like oh yeah my life was actually 
and like, go off on a whole rant. I don't want someone to do that to me, so I'm not going to do that to someone else. We'll get on to that later as well. And so the grocery store rule is basically go through your following list and anyone that you wouldn't stop to say hi to in the grocery store because you genuinely want to speak to them, unfollow them. Because why are you wasting your energy in following them if you wouldn't speak to them? I am a heavy believer in you are what you consume online. And I know that's going to sound silly. Oh, she thinks she's so woke. But I went on a social media rampage not that long ago, deleted all of my content, unfollowed so many people, and now I only follow accounts that I genuinely want to see content from and genuinely want to engage with or get to know or get to see like the brand grow or the person grow their account like my girl shout out brooke i don't know how you say her last name raw is it brooke robrin i'll tag her in the video version here on the screen but she is from australia i think she's from adelaide i think that's what it's called and i've been following her since she had like 1500 followers i don't know how many followers she has now she has so many now and she her whole thing is going out into public with a tiny microphone and just videoing herself with a tripod in the cutest outfits to show you that no one cares what you do and also this is really upsetting and it looks like my camera battery is gonna die i'll be back in like 20 minutes i guess one second we had a dinner break short intermission while the battery charged How's everyone holding up? I mean, I guess it wasn't a break for you. I guess you're still doing the same that you were doing before. I'm pretty sure we were talking about the grocery store rule before and about how you should unfollow everyone that you wouldn't stop to have a genuine conversation with in person if you were to see them at the grocery store, for example. I really think that this should be the new rule for 2024 because I think it would just make so many people's lives easier. I think that not feeling obligated to have to talk to someone just because you follow them on Instagram or are mutual followers or friends on Facebook or something, like, if you don't want to talk to that person, unfollow them. Unfriend them. Like, it doesn't matter if you never had a genuine connection with that person even if you don't have a problem with them even if you have mutual friends or you know someone but you yourselves aren't connected in that way unfollow them and if they take it personally that's on them and not on you because you know that you unfollowed them because you just don't know that person unfollow those people clear i am starting to realize that people take social media following way way too seriously way too seriously like if i'm not following you it's not because i don't like you it's literally because your content just doesn't align with who i want to be as a person and 
because I'm on my phone all the time, my social media is what I am. If I'm rolling through Instagram two hours every single day, not two hours straight, but like on average two hours a day, that's a lot of content that I'm consuming. And if I'm consuming content of like people out partying and drinking all the time or like Instagram models that are so hot it doesn't even make sense because they have photoshopped their entire appearance I don't want to see that because I don't want to feel like I should look like that or I should be out partying instead of trying to work on myself and don't get me wrong I do love a good party I can get down but I don't do it uncontrollably every single night if you know what I mean and I'm not I'm not bashing people who do. If you enjoy doing that, you do you, boo. I ain't judging you for doing that. If that's your path, that's your path. But personally, as I get older, I'm realizing that maybe having a margarita or two and just eating some popcorn, honestly, is a lot more fulfilling than going out to a club getting blackout drunk and not even remembering what you did that night i'm just really in my i don't want to say in my healing girl era which i guess i am but i'm more in my defining who i want to become era we're getting deep here i just think that at this point in my life because I know that I have a strong mental and I'm very opinionated and my opinions don't change depending on what people tell me or no matter how hard they try to persuade me, I think that it's the perfect time to say, fuck everyone, I'm going to do what I've wanted to do my entire life and I'm going to take out any factors that make me feel like I'm not doing the right thing or that I'm not good enough. So I think in this, I think in this self-defining era that I'm going through, I'm really, I'm realizing a lot of things about myself that I kind of knew before but didn't really take into consideration or didn't apply into my daily life, you could say. And so I'm becoming a lot more calm, I feel like. I used to be so uptight and reactive and aggressive and it was almost like my opinion was my opinion, but everyone had to agree with me. Not necessarily agree with me, But they had to respect my opinion and not in a way that they were respecting it and then also giving their opinion but in a way where they were respecting it and just saying yeah okay i can see that and not conversating back because that would make me angry and now when someone doesn't have the same opinion as me i'm like okay that's fine i don't care i have that opinion and that's my opinion is any of this even making sense I feel like this topic kind of dives into self-confidence as well. I think growing up in elementary school and beginning of high school, not high school, middle school, beginning of middle school, I was 
very not necessarily confident but outgoing for sure we now you know like 20 years later realize it was undiagnosed adhd the entire time but it's fine and then i got to a point where i became more aware of the people around me rather than what my inner voice was telling me and I became very dissociative to my personal beliefs and I think that grade 9 grade 10 were very defining moments for my character for like five years after when I started becoming more aware of the people around me rather than my inner thoughts and opinions and beliefs I guess is kind of when my anxiety started I would say and I started getting more depressed and that probably would have been around grade 10 I think in school grade 9 was my peak year I had so many friends I was friends with everyone and I was very self-aware I knew what I wanted in life I had a goal I was very much into fashion and dance and the arts and photography and I was like that's what I want to do I want to go to fashion school and I want to be in fashion and design and media and art and all of that stuff I was dancing like 22 hours a week or something stupid like that I was at the studio 26 hours a week between teaching working at the front desk and then like our couple like half hour hour dinner breaks that we would get I was at the studio for a total of like 26 hours a week which when you're in grade 11 and grade 12 when you're still at school and you have a job that is ridiculous I would go to school this was my schedule okay in grade 11 I would go to school from 8 a.m till 2:45. 2:45, my mom picks me up with all the dance girls we would drive to the studio we would get there for like 3 3 15 first class starts at 3 30 we're at the studio until about 8 30 9 9 30 if our teachers are running late we'll go home go to bed and do it all again the next day except for wednesdays wednesdays i had later classes so i would go home i would change into my work clothes i would go to work from 3 30 to 6 30 or 3 to 6 or something like that i don't remember exactly but something like that it was a stupid three hours and then i would go to my late classes that day and let me tell you now knowing what burnout is holy I burnt out I was so burnt out there's a video of me that is taken I think I was in grade 12 when it was taken and I'm like laying on the floor of the dance room laughing with tears running down my face saying I'm so depressed and that is just my peak moment of what is going on because grade 12 is the year where I quit dance at my dance studio competitively 
because it was just too much. I wanted to graduate. I wanted to work and make money. I wanted to be on the school dance team. I wanted to be able to go to my grad cruise. I wanted to be able to go to prom. I wanted to do a grad trip. Like, all of this stuff that I wanted to do and dance just wouldn't allow it. And at the time, because of the level of dance I was competing in, our studio owner basically said, you can either do everything or you, you're doing nothing. And I wanted to do hip-hop and contemporary and tap. And I just wanted to compete, like, four dances. Two hip-hop, one contemp, one tap. But because I was elite competitive, I had to be in the three and a half hours of ballet a week. The jazz tech, the jazz, the contemporary, the elite contemporary, the hip-hop, the elite hip-hop, the large group hip-hop. Everything under the moon I had to be in. And I, it was just too much for my brain. And so I was like, I guess I'm doing nothing. So then I ended up doing my high school hip hop team, which was super fun, but not nearly as competitive as Leet Company was. But that is when my anxiety got so bad because I was like, okay, well, I, now I can't do the one thing that I want to do because it's taking up too much time but I'm not allowed to do half of it so I just can't do it at all so I was doing that for myself but not for myself if that makes sense like I knew that I couldn't be doing as much dance as I was but I knew that I couldn't stop and then I stopped and then my brain just went to sh- it literally, I had so much anxiety all the time for no reason. I was so depressed all the time for no reason. I couldn't sit still. I couldn't do anything. And now that I'm diagnosed with ADHD, I'm realizing that the reason I wasn't like that when I was dancing, which you would think it would have been like that, but it's because I was only ever thinking about dance. I was at school. I was thinking about dance. I was at home. I was thinking about dance. I was at my brother's hockey games watching hockey, but I was also doing my dances in my head while I was watching the game. My brain is always thinking about dance. I work at a freaking dance competition now. It's in my blood. I love dance. Live, laugh, love, dance. And so when I quit, I was like, damn, like, I didn't have anxiety before because I couldn't think about the things that made me anxious because I didn't have time to think about the things that made me anxious. And so the last five, six years of my life have just been me anxiously in my own brain trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and what I'm doing with my life and what I'm supposed to be and where I'm supposed to go and what I'm, what am I doing? What am I doing? I just bought a podcast microphone. What am I doing? Like, this is crazy to me. But all of these crazy things that I have been doing are what I have been wanting to do my entire life. I've always wanted to have my own YouTube channel or something like that. And I've always wanted to be like, not a famous influencer, but I want to have like a following and I want to be able to make an impact on people and I want to be able to talk to people and connect with people. And I love learning. Like that's the one thing that I have been so excited and happy to be able to get into again since being on HD meds, which I'll do a whole episode on like being undiagnosed and then like getting diagnosed and starting meds and everything like that. It was a whole 
journey. But now that I'm on my meds and my brain can actually comprehend its own thoughts, I'm remembering how much I love learning. Like, I was a geek in elementary school and then all of a sudden, grade nine, literally my grades shit the bed. I was awful. I could not concentrate on anything. I could not focus. I couldn't listen to the teacher. And it's not like I didn't try. I would look at the teacher thinking that I was paying attention and then they would be like, okay, now go do your project. And I'd be like, what the f*** am I doing? What am I supposed to be doing right now? So now that I'm on my meds, I love learning and I want to do all of these things and all these stupid little things that I have been doing it's everything that I've always wanted to do but just been so scared of what people would think about it and now that I've been doing a lot of self-reflection I am getting to a state where I do not give a f- what you think I do not care I literally could care less you could hand deliver me a 12 page front and back handwritten letter of 1002 reasons why you despise Madison Schroeder I would smile at you and say have a good day because I know that the only reason you would hate another human being that you barely even know so much is because you something inside of you is jealous of what they have or something inside of you is reflecting onto that person and you're seeing yourself through that person because at the end of the day when you lash out at someone your your physical reaction to whatever situation it was that they put you in is not actually what your true feelings are it's just a trauma reaction or a domesticated reaction to what you're used to i hope this makes sense i really want to go more into that next episode and i don't want to make this too long i really hope that makes sense And if not, well, then that really sucks. I will talk to y'all later. I hope you have a great week. I love you all very much. Even if there's only one of you watching this right now, because who knows how how good this is going to go. And... Yeah. Uh, okay. Bye, love you, later skaters! Thank you so much for sticking through to the very end of my very first ever podcast episode of MK's Corner. It means so much to me, and I'm so excited for you to be on this wild journey of whatever kind of podcast this is going to end up to be. I hope that you will come back for episode 2 and 3 and 4 and 5 hoping we get that far if you enjoyed this episode make sure you add our podcast to the library our podcast it's literally just me make sure you give it a thumbs up make sure you give us a five star rating share it with your friends your family your dog let everyone in your neighborhood know put up a wanted sign 
wanted more viewers for MK's Corner. Uh, thank you so much. I love you all. See you next week. Later, skaters!